What's up, family? It's Auntie CJ here, back again with another podcast entry. Um, I just want to start off by saying, like, I'm very grateful. I'm very grateful. I know I complain a lot, but I'm very, very, very grateful. Um, The thing is, like, I... I'm in love with self-development. I'm in love with improving myself. But I am a perfectionist to some extent. And I've tried to do a lot of things. And I was met with failure. And every time I failed, I didn't want to try again because of that feeling that failure feels like. It does not feel good. And just not having the support system that I desire and that I needed, you know, I just felt like, I mean, this is me taking the easy way out and just basically blaming the way that my life ended up is because of everybody around me, they didn't help me. I didn't have a village, I didn't have a support system, and I just felt like, you know, I'm the type of person that needed that. There are people in this world who, no support was all I needed. Okay, that's great, but not all of us are like that. We're all not built the same. And I can't stand, I've been surrounded by so many people like that, that are the opposite of me. And so whenever I show up as myself, it seems like I'm not normal or average and that I'm doing too much or I'm too weak, I'm too sensitive, I'm too this. And that's not even the case. I'm not too anything. I'm just different from the people that I've been surrounded by. And that's not my fault. <laughs> and it's not. it was never up to me to adapt and become somebody that I'm not. This is how God designed me. This is my path. And so I took a lot of the projection from others and I wanted to be like everybody else. I wanted people to like me. I wanted to be accepted. I wanted to be validated. So that's what I did. And it didn't do anything for me but burn me out. And it made me resent people because I had no choice but to accept and love people for how they showed up. But when it came to, when it came down to me, it was, oh, well, I need you to do this for me to make me feel better. I need this. I need you to do this. I need you to do that. And so even still with me bending, adapting, being flexible, I still was met with resistance. I still was met with judgment. I still was met with, you know, well, you complain a lot. You tell the truth too bluntly too harshly to this to that it's it was never enough it was never enough and the crazy thing is is that I allow myself to be depressed based off of what another human being who has never been here before I've allowed them to determine and deter me from being myself from worrying about myself like not, I wasn't created, I was not designed here to be the societal blueprint for 
what a good person, God-fearing person is supposed to look like, do, act, say, da-da-da. Like, none of us are perfect. Only Jesus is perfect. None of us are Jesus, so we can let Jesus be Jesus, and you be you, me be me, and let's all do ourselves and not each other. (laughs) Okay, like, we really have to learn how to mind our business and just allow God to move with inside us individually and just learn to love ourselves authentically and unconditionally because if you don't love yourself the people around you if they don't love you for real they can make you hate yourself and one thing about it is that when those thoughts when those feelings when they stir up and they get bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and out of control to where you don't even have a true sense a self-love where you don't know if you're good enough to love you don't know if you're worthy enough to love and you don't feel like you know you're successful enough to love yourself because your success in your life wherever you are at this point if it doesn't match and look like somebody else's then all of a sudden you feel behind all of a sudden you feel this when the whole time the whole time we're all living in god's plan None of us are in control. None of us are in control, but we seem to take the words of the world, the words of the people who've been here, and we seem to paraphrase and twist everything so that it fits this narrative and it doesn't fit that one. It can be a lot. It can be a lot to those who care. If you don't care... If you're just selfish, if you're just self-absorbed, if all you're worried about is yourself and what you're going to accomplish and your legacy and this, 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 is you, 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 me, 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 that's cool. That's your prerogative. But I believe, and this is me sincerely talking, is that there are people who are born good and there are people who are born bad. This is just how it's set up. Okay, this is just how it's set up. It's set up and then it's a very strong line of division of good and evil of people who are going to decide to believe in God. And there are people who are going to decide to live and believe the devil. That's just it. And the crazy thing is, (laughs) is that when people hear devil and people hear evil you just automatically assume, like, you think of the worst, scariest movies, the scariest person, the most creepiest person. No, that is <laughs> the devil is an angel. The devil is an angel. The devil is literally a wolf in sheep's clothing. But if you don't know God, you will never know if you are hearing the voice of God or if you are hearing a very similar very similar but it's not the same the voice of an angel who is not God okay so I said all that to say instead of believing the negative depressing things of studying I mean instead of counting myself out instead of counting my words instead of counting my problems instead of complaining about what it could have should have i'm very grateful that i am 
that I'm still alive, that I've accomplished everything that I've did. No, it's not what I thought I was going to do back when I was 12. Because back when I was 12, I had no idea, none of the reality of what 30 looks like. Because the times have changed, the environment has changed, the government has changed, the technology has changed, the information has changed. And it's the information and it's the knowledge. It's always going to be what you know. It's always going to be what you know. And if you don't read the Bible, you will not know what God has for you. If you talk to people more than you talk to God, you will believe that the people here that have never been here before on earth, you will believe them over the creator of the world and of the universe. That's the decision you make for yourself. You have to know that um, you have to know that God is for you. So this is a random, random verse. This is Ecclesiastic 6. It says, there is an evil which I have seen under the sun, and it is common among men. A man to whom God hath given riches, wealth, and honor, so that he wanteth nothing for his soul of all that he desireth. Yet God giveth him not power to eat thereof, but a stranger eateth it. This is vanity. And it is an evil disease. If a man beget an hundred children and live many years, so that the days of his years be many, and his soul be not filled with good, and also that he have no burial, I say that an untimely birth is better than he. For he cometh in with vanity and departeth in darkness and his name shall be covered with darkness. Moreover, he hath not seen the sun, nor known anything that hath more rest than the other. Yea, though he live a thousand years, twice told, yet hath he seen no good. Do not all go to one place. All the labor of man is for his mouth. And yet the appetite is not filled. For what hath the wise more than the fool? What hath the poor that knoweth the walk that knoweth to walk before the living? Better is the sight of the eyes than the wandering of the desire. This is also vanity and vexation of spirit. That which hath been is named already, and it is known that it is man. Neither may he contend with him that is mightier than he. Seeing there be many things that increase vanity, what is man the better? For who knoweth what is good for man in this life? All the days of his vain life, which he spendeth as a shadow. 
For who can tell a man what shall be after him under the sun? I don't know. None of what I just read. None. I don't know how to make it make sense. And this is why, like, listening to people who study God, who have the knowledge and the credentials to back it up. This is why going to church is so important. Bible study, spending like as much time with God as you can, because there is no, there's no time of the hour. There's no time of the hour. So the, the, the hour is unknown for how long you have living. And the more time you spend complaining about, oh, well, my life's this. My life's not going like this. How long is it going to take me? How long is it going to take you? How much time do you have? How much time do you have? And this is why I'd rather waste my money. I'd rather ruin all the material possessions that I have. I'd rather burn it all up. I don't want none of this stuff. I own and possess none of these things. Not a person, place, or thing has a hold over me. I'm only here because of God. I don't know why. God keep waking me up. But I'm grateful. <laughs> all I know is the time is all I have. This time right now is all I have. And what am I going to do with it? I'm going to give God the glory <laughs> all day all day long. I don't care. Not a job. Nothing is holding me up and nothing is holding me back from getting closer to God. Because at one point, God was all I had. God was all I had. Not my mama, not my daddy, not my grandma, not my auntie, uncle. No, 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 no. God was all that I had. And God is all that I need. God is all that I need. I'm forever grateful, forever grateful, because I don't deserve the grace and mercy that God has over my life. And one thing about it is that although... Life can get difficult sometimes. Life can get down. There's been some dark days. There's been some dark nights. There's been some dark months. There's been some dark years. But each and every time that I wake up in the morning, there is a new day to rejoice in the day that the Lord has made. And although I may not be important to all, but I do have a purpose to some, just my life, just my being, my life existence. I am an instrument in the plan that God has for this world. And I'm probably not going to succeed at doing all of my dreams and desires, but I know that I had a heart full of God full of God, and I extended it and I showed it the best way that I could from with the knowledge that I knew at the time. Right now, I probably don't know 
all of the things that I need to work on within myself because I'm avoiding it because there's other things that I'm spending my time on. I'm spending a lot of time on my job. I'm spending a lot of time in in this area, in this aspect of my life, and I'm spreading myself thin. But everything I do today and the time that I'm using is gonna determine what my life looks like tomorrow. Because I can only worry about today and the only time that I have is now because tomorrow, let alone later today, is not promised. What are you doing with your time? Your time, time. I used to think that time was interchangeable with money. However, if you really break down the numbers, if you really pay attention to the numbers, time is not money. Time is not money. Yes, the allotted time that we have, yes, we can use it to gain and earn money. However, this is to break down why time is not money. I get, well, we ain't going to say that. But let's say I got paid a <laughs> dollar an hour, correct? If I got paid a dollar an hour, that just means in eight hours, I made $8. However, in eight hours, somebody's making a million dollars. And I don't know how to do that much math, but if you let the math be math, you will understand that time, the amount of time it takes to make X amount of money is not always the same. So therefore, time is not money. A lot of people don't understand what wealth is. Wealth is time freedom. That means I do not have to sacrifice and exchange my time of life, my time of living. I don't have to put in 60 years of laborious work at a company making X amount of dollars and never pivoting, never capping the limit of money potential. Because I'm able to make as much money as I want in a short amount of time. Time is really, it's what you make of it. We all have the same amount of time. But a lot of people spend their time trying to do everything by themselves. Instead of delegating and getting your time back. Because if there's one thing I know, there's one thing I know. When my dad passed, I was 16 years old. Up until 16, I didn't really care about the relationship I had with my dad. I didn't really care. I didn't really care about how much time we spent together. I didn't really care about him spending time to get to know me or vice versa. I didn't really care. But when he passed, there's no time left to say I love you. There's no time left to say woulda, coulda, shoulda. There's no time left for the life lessons. There's no time left for another hug, another kiss. There's no time left. Because once the time, once it's over, it's done. 
it's done. And a lot of people, like if a lot of people in my family are spending a lot of time being angry, a lot of time being resentful, that's cool. That's cool. Sometimes, you know, you grow apart, you distance yourself. That's great because guess what? I'm not wasting any more of my life's time trying to gaslight myself, being mistreated, accepting disrespect so that somebody else could drain my life in the limited time that I have here on earth. Like, no, let's be for real. How much time do you have? And just thinking about regular people, when you're buying things or you're doing things, how much time is that? Because for me, for me personally, I cannot see myself spending my time or the time it took me to make $600. I can't see me just blowing that away. I understand that I'm young and these I, I still make terrible decisions with my money because I feel like if I have an entitlement thing where I feel like, oh, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna have some more time to make it back. I'm just gonna put in some more time. I'm gonna put in some more overtime. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put in some more time at work. I'm gonna work hard. I wanna put in some more time. But what happens when you put so much time into making money that time has gone by? Now people are dying. You've missed birthdays. You've missed family gatherings. You've missed this. You've missed that. And guess what you can't get back? That time when your presence was needed. When you could have learned something. When you could have built a stronger connection within your community. The time you take for yourself is very important. It's very valuable. Because if you don't spend any time on yourself, people will keep taking from you. And you will spend a lot of time trying to be something for them. And then over time, you will see that it was never meant to be. The time you cannot get back. The money, you will always have an earning potential. Why? Because it costs to live. There's always going to be somebody paying for you to eat. There's always going to be somebody making a way for shelter. There's always going to be because that's how it works. It's how the universe works. Somebody is spending time. (laughs) solving all the problems and somebody's also spending time creating these problems and somebody's also spending time sabotaging these problems and somebody's also spending time solving these problems it's all good versus evil there's nothing to wonder the sun There will always be a time for everything. There's going to be a time to mourn. There's going to be a time for... 
let me go back to Ecclesiastics because <laughs> this is Ecclesiastics 3. Okay, to everything, there is a season and a time to every purpose under the heaven, a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to pluck up that which is planted, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to break down and a time to build up, a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance. A time to cast away stones and a time to gather stones together. A time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing. A time to get and a time to lose. A time to keep and a time to cast away. A time to rend and a time to sow. A time to keep silence and a time to speak. A time to love and a time to hate. A time of war and a time of peace. What profit hath he that worketh in that wherein he laboreth? I have seen the travail which God hath given to the sons of men to be exercised in it. He hath made everything beautiful in his time. Also he hath set the world in their hearts so that no man can find out the work that God maketh from the beginning to the end. I know that there is no good in them, but for a man to rejoice and do good in his life. And also that every man should eat and drink and enjoy the good of all his labor. It is the gift of God. That's why I say treat yourself, treat yourself. We've been waiting on the time to treat ourselves. That's crazy. Oh my gosh. When I when I get some time, when I finally pay all my bills, I'm on that vacation. I'ma finally take some time off work. Take some time off work. Do you know how many jobs I quit? Because I knew that I'll never get that time back. I'll never be this young again. Do you think I'm gonna sacrifice the time of my youth when I could die tomorrow? <laughs> But I Are you? No, you got to be kidding me. You got to be kidding me. Do you? And I'm. I don't. I don't even know what my fascination is with death. But like, I just don't fear death because I don't have the time. I don't spend time worried about when I'm gonna die. A lot of people do, but it's crazy. I don't have the time though. Um, and I always say I'm here for a good time, not a long time, because it's true. The time that I have here, I want it to be good. I want it to be good. I don't want to die with no regrets. I want to live in peace before I rest in peace. Because too many people have died before me. Too many people have died before me. I know they're not resting. They're not resting. When you got family members, when you got lineage of your family, dysfunctional, dysregulated, this, that, and the third, all of this trauma from generation to generation, you, I know that it's rolling over or whatever it is. The dust is fleeing through the sky. Like, just ain't at rest. Why? Because they didn't take the time that they had alive to make things right. All of us have a heart. Whether we make up for ourselves what is good and what's not, there is a time when you have to face yourself and look at everything that you have done 
and you have to decide whether or not that was a work of good, that was a work of God, or was that a work of evil? Was that a work of the devil? And sometimes, no, it's not anything that you can control. And I don't want people to feel bad for who they are. God designed you. God loves you. And God give and God gives us the free will to repent and to surrender our sins and to surrender our life to Him. Is this the altar call? No. But this is a call for you to take the time to get to know God for yourself. Not for me. Not because I said, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. No. Anybody can say anything. But how much time are you willing to invest in yourself to know for yourself? Have a good day and a better tomorrow. Love yourself and love others. Peace.